And now, National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. It would be educational and informative to just say straight out what it is. Yeah, and let the people decide. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, this person's decided. Brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878. Hey, Christy. Hey. Here with Tony Chapman. Want to talk to you about the Olympics in just a second, but first I'd love to continue what we were just talking about, which is that of e-cigarettes, we're finding out so often now that people are getting into them, especially young people, not because they're trying to quit smoking, just because vaping is cool. Yeah, I gather that. Uh, not surprising, really. I mean, you know, you when you're a teenager, particularly, you're trying to do anything that's cool and trying to, uh, you know, rebel in small ways sometimes. And I guess that's the new one. So do you think maybe we need tougher regulations or will we even get them at this point? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I think probably they should be, uh, there should be tougher regulations. Uh, you know, I think it's a bit much to consider vaping as a, as a gateway kind of drug, but it does get people who don't smoke uh, young people who don't smoke already used to the idea of putting something like a cigarette in their mouth. And uh, I, I imagine uh, it can lead you down, somewhat lead you down a path. So, But Christy, um, it's Tony. Wouldn't you plus, go... They're wouldn't everywhere, you, you know? Wouldn't you go ballistic if Marlboro or DeMaurier came out with cherry-flavored or bazooka-flavored uh, cigarettes? Wouldn't you say that is just obscene that the cigarette companies are trying to get young kids to try their cigarettes through flavors? And yet that's what we're seeing with the vape guys, that, you know, the flavors, the, the, these exotic flavors is what seems to be hooking these kids in. Well, it, it does. Uh, I don't think all vaping, uh, I don't think all e-cigarettes have nicotine, but some do, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it's, this is foreign territory for me, and I imagine for you, it, we're not in the target age group of vaping. Uh, Isn't that nice? I would. <laughs> I'm glad yes, not to. I'm glad not to be the target of this. One. I don't have a knapsack to carry one around. So. Listen, one thing we know for sure you're not doing if you want to become an Olympic athlete is vaping or smoking. Hopefully, you're taking really good care of yourself and training really, really hard. And if you're one certain 16-year-old swimmer, you're setting the world on fire right now. Let's talk about Penny Oleksiak. How, what a great story this has been. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a, in a way, it's a typical beautiful Olympic story because. I think the expectations on this uh, young kid were that she might perform this way at the next Olympics, not at these Olympics. These were going to be her sort of getting used to the big stage and all of that. And instead, she's just uh, kicking the hell out of the races she's been in. So good for her. Lovely story. I love that they, they call her the, they call her the child, I believe is her nickname. Yeah, I read that too. <laughs> yeah. That's very cute. The other quote that I loved was when they were interviewing her and they said, you know, who's your favorite Olympian? And she named another Olympic swimmer. And the interviewer said, you mean from the, the last Olympics four years ago? And she said, yeah, well, I started watching her when I was 12. <laughs> yes, well, she's a, a mere tyke of 16. So, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't go back very far. She's yeah. not going to remember uh, older athletes, that's for sure. It does show you, though, the impact of, uh, you know, uh, uh, great Olympic athletes can have on young people. You know, they really inspire them to to emulate them, and that's a good thing. I mean, there's no shortage of uh, probably less attractive role models for young girls than an Olympic athlete. Uh, so I think it's lovely when one of them gets a lot of attention and, 
young girls can see that, you know, you can do something that is a sport and challenge yourself and you don't have to be, you know, taking selfies and making fish lips. (laughs) Christy, of course, is at the Olympics in Rio and you actually have moved your location for games happening tomorrow in women's soccer. Can you tell us what you're covering today? Um, I was flying today mostly. Uh, Brazil's a pretty big country, it turns out. Um, I flew from Rio to Brasilia, which is the capital city, um, and is uh, it was famous for a time for being, I think, one of the world's most planned cities. So it's the national capital, and it's, uh, from what I can see thus far, it's as orderly and clean and tree-lined and all of that as you would expect of a city that was planned to within an inch of its life. Anyway, tomorrow the uh, the Canadian women play uh, Germany. Um, so it'll be a great game. It's a very important game. It determines uh, who and for what uh, the Canadians will, will battle. And in what city? I may be back to Sao Paulo or I may be to a city called Salvador which is a very cool place, apparently. So I don't know what to hope for. And as these these games get going, Christy, are you happy with the fact that it seems like we're shifting away from the focus of Rio being such a terrible country and starting to get into stories about athletes and about the games? Is this more in the spirit of things? Oh, yeah, for sure. I knew it would would happen. It always does. Very few people can resist uh, the kind of compelling stories, whether it's that of the refugee athletes who represent the IOC here or the... You know, the the doping ban story, uh, which is still a, a, an issue. Uh, there's a lot of news here that doesn't have very much to do with actually the host country or the host city. It has a lot more to do with sport and Olympians. So uh, it's not surprising. And it's a, besides, it's a great country. I mean, from what I've seen of it, and I've seen a fair bit now. I've been in three cities, uh, albeit briefly in this one so far. Uh, people have been astonishingly friendly. Nobody cares if people like me, reporters, have to wait a while for our buses. Um, and, you know, it, they seem to be a reasonably well-embraced games. Uh, there's a lot of poverty in this country, too, so there's a lot of people who will never get to see any of these events in person. But uh, God knows, people on the subway are, you know, ordinary people, going to work, come back, are really friendly. Christy, we look forward to hearing more from you tomorrow at the Games in Rio. Excellent. Bye-bye. Enjoy the rest of your day. Christy Blatchford brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. When your long-term disability claim has been denied, email awaxman at awaxmanlaw.ca.